Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is August 17th. Today we're going to finish up Doctrine and Covenants section 89. Now, if you'll notice, I didn't talk about the specific practices that the Doctrine and Covenants gives us about the Word of Wisdom. We talked over the past couple days about how I feel like it's important that we recognize that the Word of Wisdom is a law of principles. And yes, the Lord does give us some practices that go along with that, but the practices that have been given to us are adapted for the capacity of the weak. And so it's up to us to, with the help of the Spirit, with the help of our Father in Heaven, to understand how best we can keep the principle of the Word of Wisdom, which is to take care of our bodies and respect them as the God-given gift that they are. So we've talked a lot about verse 3, but there's one other phrase that I want to talk about in verse 3. At the beginning of verse 3, the Lord calls the word of wisdom a principle with a promise. We talked a lot yesterday about what the principle is, but today let's talk about the promise. Now, I think it's so interesting that this phrase is used here specifically with the word of wisdom a principle with a promise. Because when it comes down to it, really all principles have a promise attached to them. Doctrine and Covenants section 130 verses 20 through 21 teaches us that there is a law irrevocably decreed in the heavens before the foundation of this world, upon which all blessings are predicated. And when we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. So every principle that we've been asked to live, all these laws that we've been given, all have specific blessings attached to them. Every principle is a principle with a promise. But the big difference between any other principle and this one is that we are given the specific promises here in this same revelation. Now, That's true with some laws, right? We know the law of tithing. We've been promised that the windows of heaven would open up to us so that there wouldn't be room enough to receive it. For some laws, we have been given the promises. And the word of wisdom is one of those laws. It is a principle with a promise, just like all principles. But the promise is very spelled out here in section 89. So let's take a look at some of those promises. Starting in verse 18, it says, And all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow in their bones. Now, a couple of things about this. First of all, I love how it's addressed to all saints who remember this law. Our Father in Heaven doesn't pick and choose who receives what blessing. When we obey a law and there's a blessing attached to it, we receive that blessing. Our Father in heaven is no respecter of persons, and so he promises the same blessings to all saints. And again, it's as we walk in obedience to the commandments, just as we see in Doctrine and Covenants section 130, when we obey any blessings, it is because of obedience to the law upon which it is predicated. Now, I think that this phrasing is really interesting. It says, shall receive health in their navel and marrow in their bones. The phrase marrow in the bones is actually even more interesting to me. Marrow has for a long time been a symbol of health and vibrance and longevity. 
But now, more than ever, the idea of marrow is different than it has been in the past. Nowadays, we have things like bone marrow transplants. So this idea of receiving marrow to our bones, the Lord transplanting that marrow, that health, that life, that longevity into our bones, I think is a really neat symbolism that we see there. Then in verse 19, it says, and shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures. Now, this is interesting because I think every time we talk about hidden treasures, people automatically think the mysteries of the kingdom. Bruce R. McConkie has pointed out that the mysteries of the kingdom are any spiritual truth that we learn through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I think that that is the message that we're being given here in verse 19. As we find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge and hidden treasures, it's our ability to receive truth through revelation and through the Holy Ghost. Elder Packer once said, I have come to know that a fundamental purpose of the word of wisdom has to do with revelation. If someone under the influence of harmful substances can hardly listen to plain talk, how can they respond to spiritual promptings that touch their most delicate feelings? As valuable as the word of wisdom is as a law of health, it may be much more valuable to you spiritually than it is physically. And Elder Worthland once said, When we obey the word of wisdom, windows of personal revelation are open to us, and our souls are filled with divine light and truth. If we keep our bodies undefiled, the Holy Ghost shall come upon us and dwell in our hearts and teach us the peaceable things of immortal glory. My friends, this promise of finding wisdom and great treasures of knowledge is the promise that we can receive revelation, that the Holy Ghost can be our constant companion, and that we can learn truth and knowledge and wisdom from our Father in heaven as we strive to stay close to his spirit. And then finally, in verse 20, it says, and shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Now, there's a talk that Elder Uchtdorf gave years ago called Continuum Patience. It was the talk where he gave the story about the kids and the marshmallows. But there's another story in that talk that I had totally forgotten about. In that talk, he says, I remember when I was preparing to be trained as a fighter pilot. We spent a great deal of our preliminary military training in physical exercise. I am still not exactly sure why endless running was considered such an essential preparatory part of becoming a pilot. Nevertheless, we ran, and we ran, and we ran some more. As I was running, I began to notice something that frankly troubled me. Time and time again, I was being passed by men who smoked, drank, and did all manner of things that were contrary to the gospel and, in particular, to the word of wisdom. I remember thinking, wait a minute— Aren't I supposed to be able to run and not be weary? But I was weary, and I was overtaken by people who were definitely not following the word of wisdom. I confess it troubled me at the time. I asked myself, was the promise true, or was it not? The answer didn't come immediately, but eventually, I learned that God's promises are not always fulfilled as quickly or in the way we might hope. They come according to His timing and in His ways. Years later, I could see clear evidence of the temporal blessings that come to those who obey the word of wisdom, in addition to the spiritual blessings that come immediately from obedience to any of God's laws. Now, I love that story because 
I love what it helps us understand about the promises behind the principles. Oftentimes, we expect promises to look a very specific way. For example, the law of tithing says that God will open the windows of heaven so that there won't be room to receive it. Oftentimes, and I've heard it taught, that that is monetary blessings. And although that's true, as my friend likes to say, God does fuzzy math. Sometimes it's the spiritual blessings or the things that we're not necessarily looking for or expecting that are the real blessings that Heavenly Father pours down on us. I had a mission companion who used to, when we would teach the Word of Wisdom, say, we are perfect examples of what the Word of Wisdom can do. Every single day we are out walking, all day, every day, and because we obey the Word of Wisdom, we can run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Now that's true. One day I had a pedometer and I checked and we walked well over 60,000 steps that day. But if I woke up the next day and I couldn't walk anymore, if I woke up the next day and I was weary, that didn't make the word of wisdom any more true. Because when it comes down to it, this is a revelation from our Father in Heaven that came through the prophet Joseph Smith. And even when we can't see the physical evidences or the physical promises happening in our lives, we can still have faith in the word of wisdom and faith in the promises of God, not because we're blindly obeying, but because we know who we are following. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.